0: Hello and welcome to another edition of What's Next Dentistry. This is Dr. Mark Sivers joining you from Boston. It's a pleasure to have you listening to our podcast. We'd like to express our gratitude to our sponsor, Lata. Check them out at leita.com and see how they can bring better results, experiences, and return on investment in your dental practice. Today we'd like to talk about some of the things that we've discussed in earlier episodes And that is how the Toyota production system can benefit the practice of dentistry. One of the greatest things that I've learned from this is their spirit of observation. And we've talked about that. But as they've implemented that observation, it's been fascinating to see how they've done it. So they've watched and watched and they've wanted to see when the actual problems arise and why they're arising. And it hasn't been a hypothesis of why they arise. It's been through actual observation. And then they will make changes, and then they will see what results those changes bring. So they've come up with a schematic for this, and they call it Plan, Do, Study, Act. And I'd advise you to write that down. And that is your process, is how you go about these things in your dental practice. You plan something and then you go ahead and you do it and then you study it or in Toyota terms you'd actually observe it and then you would re-implement that plan or you would, as the term goes, act. So come up with an idea, plan, go and do that idea, do, and then study that and figure out what's going wrong or how you can improve it and then go and act. So plan, study, do, act. As I've taken a deep dive into this in my own dental practice, we uh, did this on many different levels and I'd like to share a couple of examples with you. The hygienist had an hour to get everything set up, seat their patient, do the initial evaluation, clean their teeth, polish their teeth, strip the room, and be prepared for their next patient. And we said, okay, that's great. We want you to have an hour. And the question is, what are you doing with that hour's time? And they said, well, it depends on the patient. And we said, well, we need to have a standardized process. So let's standardize this so that you're prepared for whatever needs to be done regardless of the patient. So Their plan was to have everything in one kit. So we put everything in one kit, and they ended up with a kit that really gave them unlimited uh, access to whatever they needed. And it was sitting right there in front of them they started using that kit. So that's the do in the uh, plan, do, study, act. And what they found is that they had their instruments in all different orders. So when they reached up to get the explorer, reached up to get the mirror, they never quite knew where that was in the kit. They knew it was in the kit, but the question was where? So then they decided, great, we're gonna put the instruments that we use the most, closest to us in the kit, And the instruments that we use the least farther from us, and every kit is going to be set up the same way, in the same order. So that ended up shaving off an enormous amount of time during their procedure because they were no longer fumbling for instruments. And as you can imagine, if you know where things are, you don't even need to look up out of the patient's mouth to grab your instruments. In fact, you can just kind of count with your fingers, oh, this is two over, that's where the mirror goes, or this is three over, this is where another instrument goes. And you can determine what order works best for you, but what they determined, what they found out is that having the order that they use these things uh, was, was most time efficient. So that was their do of the plan do, and they studied it, and they timed themselves, and they realized, gosh, this one curette, I'm using only A third of the time, this other one, I'm using half. So that should be closer to me than the other one. And so they're saving time both in motion, they're saving time in having memorized where their instruments are, they're saving time in mentally having everything standardized, and they're also saving time in having a process. And whether it be Jane, or whether it be Mary, or whether it be Elga, or whether it be Bertha, These are made-up names, of course, but whatever the name of the hygienist, they were using the same order, and they weren't using it because Mary said, this is the way I want to do it. They were using it because on a stopwatch, they realized, I'm using this 90% of the time, so that should be closest to me, and I'm using this other instrument 70% of the time, so that should be the second instrument from me, and then the third instrument and the fourth instrument and so forth and so on. But it was wonderful because then it was no longer, oh, Mary's getting her way or Jane's getting her way. It was observation, facts, data were telling us what order to put these things in. So for a while, they started doing this. And then they realized what happens was every once in a while, we need this rare instrument. And we said, how often do you need that instrument? And they said, well, we might use it once every other day we said, great, put it in the kit. And then they said, well, we have this other instrument that we use about once a month. And we said, unless there's space in the kit, don't put that one in the kit. But what you really want to make certain is, is that every single space in the kit is full. So you know visually when you've finished that all of the instruments that you need are in that kit. And it's really thanks to Toyota that they learned this because sometimes their kit was half full and sometimes it was half empty. Sometimes they had two kits, but they realized if every single space is occupied in that kit, they know that they have, without even thinking really, they know that they have everything in their kit. And so at the end of the procedure, they just close it up and it makes its way into sterilization. So we strongly recommend this idea of, come up with a plan, do it, study what you're doing, and then act, and you'll find that the acting brings about even further progression and even further development of what you're doing. Let me give you some examples of that. So the hygienists had these kits. They had instruments in every single slot in the kit. The kits would have a lid on them so that they could carry those kits, and they realized that having that lid is a critical step Because as you're walking down the hall with your dirty instrument, if you were to round the corner, you could potentially puncture somebody else's skin if you were carrying your instruments in your hand, or if you were carrying your instruments without a lid on them, or if you were carrying your instruments in a tray. I think you get the idea. And so that lid was actually saving them not only time, but it was saving them from injury. And so people could start walking the halls now without without worrying about am I gonna get punctured from Jane rounding the corner, or is something gonna happen to me because I'm not paying attention as I'm walking in the hallway, they realize now that it was safer for the team. Did it take an extra few seconds to close the lid? Yes. Was that more efficient? In that instant, it was not more efficient. But it turns out that overall, walking down the hallway not worrying about, am I gonna get punctured? And so ultimately, it saved us needle sticks, our instrument stick went down, and our injuries went down because people were walking around the office being much more relaxed. And they decided, wow, the hygienists are doing this. We're going to do this with all of the instruments in the office. And so every instrument has a kit with a lid And people can now carry those up and down the hallways without having to think about what's going on. So hopefully you understand this process of plan, do, study, act, and it's all part of continuous improvement. Over the years, the hygienists came up with more and more improvements to this system. They came up with even better ideas. They decided, wow, we're not going to put the sharpening stone in the actual kit we're going to get rid of sharpening stones, and we're actually gonna come up with an electric sharpening instrument. And while in theory it might not be quite as good, some people would argue it's better, but in theory it might not be quite as good as hand sharpening your instruments, it is predictable, it is reliable, it saves time, and it makes it easier for the instruments to stay sharp. And so that's yet another example of having implemented this and then continuing to improve. I hope you enjoyed this edition of What's Next Dentistry. I hope that these are beneficial to you. We look forward to hearing from you. Please reach out to us and let us know what you're thinking and how we can serve you better. Thanks a lot for joining, bye-bye.